Welcome to Terrific Vessel, a podcast that comes to you every single Tuesday to discuss nothing but terrific topics. This podcast is only made possible by Vessel Computing, an innovative tech consultancy firm that helps take your online business presence to the next level. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Terrific Vessel Podcast. My name is Louisa Oluoch and I'm joined by Alphonse Wadenya and Wangwe Nganga. And today we'll be talking about the Hush Puppy scandal, mainly focusing it on the youths of this generation and whether we are so much obsessed with getting money, whether it's legally or illegally. We shall also focus on has anyone ever been a victim of fraud? And listener, you're also going to learn tips on how to protect yourself on the social networking sites. So do remember to follow us on Twitter, we are at Vessel Computing. On Instagram, it is at Vessel Computing. And check out our website, VessenComputing.com. So, uh, Koi, you talked about the youth and the obsession to earn money quick, whether it's legal or illegal. So we're going to be focusing on the hush puppy scandal. So, Koi and Alphonse, do you believe that there's an obsession with earning money uh, quickly in this generation? There is an obsession making money quickly mm-hmm. and it's a dangerous obsession because in that way you end up falling into crime and uh, of course that's not where the youth should be spending most of their time. Mm-hmm. And you, Koi? Yeah, I think there's an obsession with getting money because it's, a, it's true, money is an important necessity to every human being. Mm-hmm. So people are out here seeing things on television and social media and that is putting so much pressure on people who have not yet made it, making them feel that they have to do anything, you know, to get that money. Mm. So, uh, for instance, Hashpapi, for those who are not familiar with who Hashpapi is, he is a Nigerian national who was arrested on fraud on May 19th, 2020, and he owned a transnational cyber crime. So, when it comes to the obsession with money, I think, in my opinion, the issue with the youth and being obsessed with money is because of the people that you see on social media. They're flaunting all this uh, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, yeah. Saint Laurent. So you're seeing um, there's there's this uh, belief that you just want to make that money quickly, and then also you yeah. you live your best life. You know the term "live your best life." Yeah. So I think uh, that's where the issue comes in from. So moving on. Uh, do tell us down below, have you ever been a victim of fraud? And I want Koi and Alphonse to also tell us, have you guys been a victim of fraud? Can you share a story or what happened? So Alphonse will start with you. No, I've never been conned before, but I know a story of a, a person that did get conned. Mm-hmm. So that was through a fraud, a fraud scheme that uh, happens around CBD. So within that story, what happened was uh, the friend was just going about his business and um, in that process of the fraud, he lost his phone. And so the only way he could um, go on throughout the day was just to get another phone to replace it. That was just to make sure that his parents didn't know that the phone had gone missing. Oh. And you, Koi, have you ever been a victim? <laughs> yeah, when I was in, when I was in, univ- in my second year uni. Uh-huh. So... I was saving up <laughs> to buy someone a gift. It was their birthday, so I had deposited money in my investor to like buy them a gift. Uh-huh. So the birthday was on Wednesday, but 
I deposited the money on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on Monday I get a call from this guy saying, "Hey, we're Safaricom." And then I didn't know that Safaricom doesn't call you, you know, using the slides. Oh, okay. So I picture <laughs> and then the things they were saying was so true because they were saying, "Oh my God, you've lost your phone a couple of times, right?" And I was like, "Yes." And you've replaced your SIM, your SIM card a couple of times, and I was like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, "So we have a, pro- a problem because." Here at Safaricom, your number has been registered more than once, so we need you to you come. To. No, yeah. they started with come. <laughs> we need you to come uh-huh. and verify. So I was like, ah, I'm really far away because now I was in Athi River mm-hmm. and I really ca- I can't come right now. So is there a way that I can come like during the weekend? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, no. The more you stay, the more like things might get hard for you. So you know, I mean, my second year, I honestly don't know much yeah. about scamming and all that. So I said, "Is there another way?" No, I actually didn't ask if there another way. They're the ones who offered the other way. So, <laughs> so they say that um, I should send them my details. Mm-hmm. So they asked for my ID number and these other small, small details, and then they reached a part where they asked for my embassy, and I was like, "Ah, are you guys supposed to ask for that?" Mm-hmm. That's and then they said, "Hey, like police, I was supposed to ask you. You didn't think no. why, why would they and want the way that the person is speaking. Uh, <laughs> you know the this oh, for scammers, one you feel yeah, like you that King Reza was the point. So King Reza. Like, yeah, the English was on a hundred. Yeah, so I was like, Hey, this is somebody from Safaricom. So stupidly enough I gave out my pin. Mm-hmm. And then something told me, Hey, Abu Michez were able to not like just switch off, no, not not switch off your phone, but you could try like sending the money to a friend. Yeah. So I tried sending the money to my other, my, you know, then I used to stay in a school's hostel. Mm-hmm. So I used to have a roommate and she just left. So I sent her the, the money. Mm-hmm. I tried sending her the money and then it refused to send. I think they'd already accessed my information what? and my impressor and all that. And then now, this is the funniest part. They <laughs> took the number I tried sending the money. Uh-huh. And then they called her. Wow. Uh-huh. And then now they texted her. You know the way these people who you don't even have their numbers, they text you, babe, <laughs> sweetie, you know. Mm-hmm. So they texted my friend, babe, sunitomie, tautato, your babe sent me 3,000. And then now, the, something I usually ask myself is why my friend didn't text me. Because one thing is she knows I don't text like that. Mm. And then that the next 3,000. And we were in the same room like 20 minutes ago. So you should call yeah. me and ask me. So I think she texted. She was chatting with them. She told them, any babe, I only have 1,000. <laughs> and then she too much. You just send that. And stupidly enough, she also sent oh my money. So now she comes to the hostel and tells me, no, what did you, eh, like, <laughs> have you received the money? What did you want it for? I asked her, hey, what's the problem? Then she showed me the messages. So these people had texted her. Of course. They got money. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they took my money. And then they also tried taking a loan from Amshari. Now, hey. the problem is then yeah. I was not saving on Amshari. So they couldn't get any They're money. They were going all out. Imagine. And then they, <laughs> they, they copied. So when I got my SIM card back, I had an awkward jersey for 1000 But luckily enough, my cousin works at Safaricom. So he gave me the airtime. But... Yeah, that's how I was, I was con, con. Mm-hmm. and my mom, till today, she just, she never believes that I could be that stupid <laughs> 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 to, to give out my best of being, yeah. 
Anyways, okay. So for me as well, I've also been a victim of fraud, which is quite embarrassing. It happened I think a month ago. So uh, basically, what happened is I saw, you know, I've always said when people say I've been scammed online, I'm like, mm, now how are you scammed? Because hey. you don't check and all that. So I went to their Instagram page. I even looked at the tagged um, people who had bought from them, wanted to buy shoes, and you know that I mean. Mm-hmm. So that's what I wanted to buy, and I was so happy. I've been so obsessed to find those shoes because I wasn't finding them anywhere else. So uh, I speak to the woman, like I DM her, blah, blah blah, and then she tells me send the money to my DTB account. So I'm like, ah, okay. So I sent half. It was two thousand five hundred. So I sent no, it was yeah, it was two thousand five hundred. So I sent only two thousand. Then the other five hundred was for delivery. Uh-huh. So we have like, ah, it's okay. So I sent the 2000 and then um, I just decided, let me just go through the tags again and let me talk to one of the people and ask, has you, have your shoes arrived? Like, is it a scam or what? Something just told me, just ask. So I DM this girl and I'm like, hi, have you bought shoes from this page? And she's like, hey, before I even answer, please tell me you've not sent money. <laughs> and I just said, she's happening to me during the pandemic and have no money. Yeah. So, um, the girl told me, yeah, even uh, Edgar Obari has done a story about this page. They keep changing their names and they scam people like that. Oh, yeah, I saw that story. Mm-hmm. So, may I say, ah, who am I? I go, I, go, I even call DTB. I'm like, there's this person I've sent money to, blah, blah, blah. Then DTB tells me, you have to speak to her personally so that you get your money back. I knew, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I'm not getting my... That doesn't make sense. DTB wasn't making sense. So, after that... Um, what do you call it? And Gobari now continues and he does a story about them. Another one comes and says, oh, she's got me 80,000. Another one, she's got me 30,000, 20,000. I've been waiting for shoes since December last year. And I'm like, what? It's like you to this 2000. I know. I'm like, hey. anyways. This is yeah. So for me, online shopping ended last month. I just go physically to the shop. So, um, but for, on. before we continue, but for the level for hash puppy mm-hmm. that's extreme yeah because this guy was stealing millions and thousands yeah. you know us like for me i was stolen like the i was conned only three thousand mm-hmm. but the people who've been conned like a million yeah. and like 15 million like a lot of money mm-hmm. which goes to say that scammers are they're just heartless honestly because <laughs> how can you do that to someone anyways um how far would you go to be successful in life going? Would you choose the hash puppy route or you choose the route of from rags to riches? Just be honest. Just being honest. So <laughs> I want to be su- su- hey, successful. <laughs> I want to be successful. Like I wouldn't even lie about it. Uh-huh. But I don't want to be successful through means that may ruin other people's lives mm-hmm. because that may come may come to haunt me. What and if you never get caught and you can get away with it, like if you're told, uh, you can have a scheme and then you con people for like 30 years and you never get caught, so you would never do it. You know, there's also that stealing and there's the conscious you have yourself. Mm-hmm. For someone like me, I am an overthinker. That's mm-hmm. the people who know me know that. So even if I try and steal, yeah, it will be quick in this way, it will disturb me. So, but do you think it will really disturb you if, like, you know, like when I went through Hash Puppy's Instagram, let me tell you the captions for his photos the and life. videos. He yeah. was living the life. 
Yeah, that's what about hard work and success got me here because of God. <laughs> Matthew five eighteen. Hey, he was quoting he was chapters. Quoting chapters. <laughs> so I think at the end of the day, um, I don't know if I'd do it or not. I'm still not sure. So as I'm thinking about it, Alphonse, would you? Alphonse is looking at me like what? So you would. <laughs> If you're given the chance, you would. But just to think about the idea of uh, success, Uh I do think that uh, what comes after success is hard work. So hard work first, Mm -hmm. and then success. I think that's a good process to follow whenever you'd like to achieve your dreams Mm -hmm. and to go after any ambitions or goals that you have. Uh, For example, I mean, I'm just thinking about maybe if you have any goals with family, your friends, maybe love as well. I think just work hard at it and just be alert and just maybe um, be open-minded in terms of where you get your information from as well. Mm-hmm. You can always rely on the next person sit up next to you for advice. They can always push you along and help you achieve your goal. What if Hashpapi had been trying for so many years he had a business and all this and then he decided you know what you know, God the way you're thinking about Hashpapi I don't, you know, and then he might have decided, today's my day, since I can't get caught, I'm already in uh, Dubai, and uh, he has Dubai citizenship, so yes. he knew at the end of the day, he can get away with it. So you wouldn't do it, like, let's say you've been, yes, you've been working hard, your business plans are not working, and then your Nigerian brothers come and tell you, hey, we have a scam for you, we're going to call this and these people, and you won't get caught. You, you won't do get caught. Yeah. But how would you know? No, let's say someone came and told you you won't get caught. So would you do it? That's the thing. If it was bad telling me, <laughs> then yes, I would. But a human being, uh-huh. and you don't know even what they, what they like, what tomorrow holds. Mm-hmm. That one is a no. I'm still 50 50. So. Yeah. I'm like me, I'm saying if it puts other people's life at risk mm-hmm. and maybe makes other people. She had to put people's life at risk, so what I feel bad. No, not like that. You see, when Hashpapi was stealing money from other people, he uh-huh. doesn't, he didn't know whether he was affecting other people's lives. Mm. Like, there are people who are rich, yeah. like people like Uhuru and all those people. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I'm about to say maybe those sons. <laughs> but honestly, I also don't know. But I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do the Hashpapi thing. Alphonse? No. Said no. Right. So, uh, moving on. The next thing we're going to be discussing is about how to not be a victim of fraud. You can protect yourself online and you can also safeguard your privacy online. For example, through um, being careful whenever you make a purchase online. That's, that's a tip that's very important. You never know what details are going on, what details are going out of your computer mm-hmm. but uh, I'll just summarize that by saying that you can just be careful whenever you make any online purchases aside from that uh, it's also you can also go um, off the grid so to say uh, you can turn the location on your GPS off that's one way of protecting your privacy uh, depending on where you may be uh, that's up to your discretion aside from these two ideas uh, I think those are some of uh, the ways you can protect your privacy and your fraud. I mean, you can protect yourself from fraud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And Corey, what's your take? How would you protect your, how would you give our listeners advice on protecting themselves from fraud? Um, so, first of all, avoid posting your bank details mm-hmm. and this private information on social media, even WhatsApp. Like, just don't post such things because those are some of the ways people are scammed. And maybe also when if it's as a local scam, like the way Kenyans scam people, mm-hmm. like first think about it. Don't be like me. Like when I was called, mm-hmm. I just thought of how my line was going to be blocked. <laughs> Even just hang up, call Safaricom. Yeah. You know, don't just give out your information like that. Yeah. Also for online shopping, you can do your research and uh, find out like, is this company legit or is this business legit? So yeah. Uh-huh. yeah but there are times when, sorry, but there are times when, like the way you say, they've tagged people, they have followers. Mm-hmm. So how would you know for an online store if you're being scammed? I know that one is quite difficult. I think. What? That's I think it's about your research because that page had like forty thousand followers. True. Yeah. So I think it's. You just do your research. Or just go to the show. Yeah, just go to the show. Go there physically. Because mm. there's another one. They even had customer reviews, like feedback. Mm. And they had like highlights. So when you even... Because those are some of the things that people check out for. Yeah. When they they want to purchase something on them. The followers, the likes, the tags, mm. and the, the customer reviews. So if you have all that and the page is still scanning or calling at, you wouldn't know. And also report the page so that another person doesn't fall victim to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The user says uh, report the page and also do your research. I agree. Mm-hmm. Talk to experts. That's a great idea as well. Uh, they can also help you online uh, shopping if, if that's what you'd like to do or with other businesses as well. Maybe you, what you'd like to do some investing overseas or even mm-hmm. uh, locally within your country. Talk to experts. Do your research. So we've told you guys how not to fall victim to fraud and some of the legit companies which you can check out, uh, for example, Esokoni and Jumia. Kilimall. Yes. So do remember to check us out on Twitter at Vessel Computing, on Instagram we are at Vessel Computing and check out our website VesselComputing.com. Last week we had a giveaway courtesy of Esokoni Markets. The winner of the giveaway was Naboth Owino. And do check out our website at esokonimarkets.com. You're with me, Louise Oliot, and my host, Alphonse Odenia. And we're going on. Bye.